Welcome to Driven In Her Purpose. Hi, I'm Rosie, an educator, entrepreneur, master mindset coach, wife, mom of three, and a devoted disciple of Jesus. I help Christian women to dream and do with confidence and for the glory of God. I believe we can do anything with God and with the support and encouragement of one another. So join me each week for growth mindset tips and spiritual encouragement to help you to pursue your God-giving dreams. Are you ready? Then let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Driven in Her Purpose. I'm Rosie Leonore, your host, and I'm here to bring you mindset strategy tips every Monday. And today is special because I have a guest, not just any guest, a good friend of mine who is joining us. And she is going to talk all about some amazing tips that help will help you have a great start to your morning. This is going to be awesome. I'm just, I'm just so happy to have her here. She is definitely an example of a woman to help us get organized, to help her to, to help us to get into a good mindset as well. So I wanted to bring her into the show. Uh, and so without further ado, let's get started. I hope that your new year has gone off to a great start. And today is a special episode because I am joined by my beautiful friend, Vanessa Leah. She is Morning. here. Hello, Vanessa. <laughs> And Vanessa is here to give you some amazing tips, but let, let me, let me let Vanessa do the talking right now. Let me let her introduce herself. Vanessa, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, good morning, everyone. As Rosie said, my name is Vanessa Leah. I'm actually the owner and fan of and the writer of the Cubby Mix. It's a blog that I actually started in January 2021 by a prompting of a friend. Um, it kind of just brings together some old ideas, some old aspirations that I had, and I finally put them, you know, put pen to paper in so many ways. Um, and I launched this blog and it's designed to help women um, in many different ways, either, either as a single woman, um, as a mom, a woman with a nine to five that's, you know, trying to do their side hustle, as we call mm -hmm. it. Um, just trying to figure out how to run a business from different aspects of your life. Um, I actually um, decided to do this because of things that I have picked up as an entrepreneur. And I really thought that this website would be a great resource um, to just provide not only a resource, but community as well um, for different women to come together and just connect and learn from one another. And I'm hoping that I'm doing that at this time with my blog. Awesome. Well, I remember the, the one of the first articles I read was really encouraging for me, but I've actually gone through your website and read multiple articles. But one that stood out is this, this one that basically says, this is it. Eight insanely genius tips successful business women do every morning. Okay, so I read this not, not just because it's a great title, because it's a great title, but because it's coming from Vanessa. And I know Vanessa. Vanessa is just a, someone who's very, to me, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hot mess <laughs> when it comes to organization, but she, she just is organized. She just seems to be like 
knowing what she's doing next. And I, I mean, at least you give me that impression. I, I know that maybe we give sometimes these impressions that are like, oh, she's so amazing. Maybe, you, you know, I'm not all that, whatever. But I feel like Vanessa has so much talent and so many gifts. And personally, um, I, as well as just her character is amazing. I didn't mention this earlier, but I also know Vanessa from church. She's, we, right. her and I attend the same church congregation. And so I've known her for a few years through that means. But we also started in direct sales together as well as far as business. So um, speaking of that, before we get into the blog post, which I know we're all dying to know those tips, um, I wanted to ask you, what is it that motivated you or how or why did you get into entrepreneurship? Well, I'll start really quickly. Um, I actually went to the University of Florida. I'm a Miami native. I'm currently living in Miami as well. Um, I got a degree in public relations. So I started to work at an energy drink company in Wynwood. Like before it was like Wynwood now, it was still mm -hmm. scary Wynwood. And I traveled a lot for that company and it was a really small business. It was a husband and wife that owned the company. Like they would have family members work there sometimes. I learned a lot of what not to do at that company. I'll just say that. Um, and then I worked with my sister who was a dentist and she had her own dental practice. So I learned another side of business. I learned, you know, what it is to really be the front man um, when it comes to owning your business, the front man and, you know, the person doing the production and like just really running the business on your own. Um, and then I also went into, because of those, because of that experience, I went into direct sales and in direct sales, you're, you're an independent contractor. So I, I'll, much of what I'm discussing really comes from the direct sales, but I picked up little things on the way from the experience that I had in other companies. Nice, nice. I know I can definitely relate to you with the direct sales. I, I got started that way. And personally, I've learned so much just um, from my coaching there, uh, having right. that one-on-one -on -one and having the group coaching there has been so encouraging. And um, some of us, if, we're, if you're an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur, um, either you've started that way or you may get started that way. You don't have to, but that's definitely, um, uh, I think personally, a good way to get started. If you're like, I don't know what Absolutely. to do, <laughs> you can choose a company that you're like, I love this product or whatever it is. And then you can just start there. For me personally, I think that is a great way to get started. Um, thank you for sharing that. So next, tell us a little bit about your blog. How did you get started with this blog and what motivated you to get started specifically? And also tell us about the name. Okay, so yeah, so it's called The Covey Mix, and it took some time for me to find a name. I wanted something like The Hive or, you know, something that brought people together, um, but The Hive is pretty common. So I searched for the word, I searched for another word of group, because as I mentioned in the beginning, I wanted this blog to be a community for women to come together. Um, and maybe as time grows, I will, you know, share about, like, have like a business business Monday or something like that, where I share another business. So the idea was to bring people together. So the word covey means group. It's actually usually geared to a flock of birds, but either way, birds of a feather fly together, right? That's, right. That's the concept. <laughs> um, so as I mentioned, a friend of mine kind of prompted me. She said, why don't you start a blog? Because I was looking for something creative. I realized that it was really suffering because I didn't have something creative. I didn't have a creative outlet. Um, what I decided, what I deemed to be creative. Um, I danced my whole life, so I was really into art and stuff like that. So I wanted something that I could bring, you know, like color to my life, but also get into the creative side on the other end with writing. I was always pretty good at writing. Um, and I wanted to bring in my business. I didn't know anything about blogs. I didn't even know blogs made money. Like I didn't understand it. <laughs> um, 
I just said this would be a great way for me to not only help women, but to kind of give back what I've learned um, and also satisfy a need that I thought I needed to fulfill. I love that. That's amazing. Wow. You know, it's funny because I actually started a blog personally many years ago. Um, mm -hmm. Again, just like you, I'm like business. No, I just wanted to just say whatever, just share something, some things that could help other women. And so right. I share with my personal life. And so my, my blog, my website actually has my blog, but date, like the blog posts go way back from, <laughs> I think what, 2012 or something like crazy. Hey, you started. That's the best <laughs> it, part. It's just like, it was spiritual. Like everything was spiritual content. And, um, it's actually my favorite thing to write about personally, but, um, but yeah, I got started that way too. So thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. All right. So I wanted to also ask you now, let's get into the, what we're here for. So tell us about these strategies. So what are these tips? What, what are these eight insanely genius tips that successful <laughs> business women, and I dare say, not just business women, I think any woman could apply this to their I agree. Lives. All right, I what agree. Are, tell us about these tips. Walk us through. So I've gathered these tips either from lessons or trainings that I've had or books that I've read or, and many of them I've implemented. And um, as you know, Rosie, we were talking about like, you know, that maybe I appear to have the sense of having it all together. I think it's an appearance. I think it's something <laughs> that I give off because I've, I've really learned, like I said, I've danced my whole life. So I've been able to put on a face and a show. And I think I'm, I still apply some of that to my regular life, but I have used a lot of these tips because when I've, when I've done them, I have seen how they work. So if it's okay, I'll just kind of run through them. I'll just list them and then I'll go back and explain. Yes, absolutely. Is that good? Okay. Yes, yes. So that way, you know, if you're taking notes, you can just take notes. Yes, and leave some room yes ladies, take some notes. To write it down. <laughs> um, but the first one is, um, and I'm, I'm a C personality, so I like to have a list. And Rosie will explain that to you another time. But <laughs> I like to be organized in that way. Um, so the first one is join the 5 a.m. club. The second is make your bed. The third is get dressed for the day. The fourth is drink water. The fifth is pray. The sixth is re review your to-do list. The seventh is meet with your team. And the eighth is workout. These are not in order of any type of... Um, there's no hierarchy. I just listed them. Mm -hmm. um, but let's start with joining the 5 a.m. club. And when I talk about joining the 5 a.m. club, I mean literally waking up at 5 a.m. So the times that I have done this, I was really productive because by 1 p.m., you've already had an eight-hour day. So think about it. Like if you're a mom, you moms tend to do a little bit more of the heavy lifting. So you're able to get up before everyone else gets up. And you can do, you can focus on yourself, whether that's having a quiet time, whether you're praying, whether, whether you're meditating, um, whether you're just getting the house in order, whether you're making breakfast. If you're also, let's say a mom and we're, and you have a, a nine to five and you have a business on the side, like when is there time, number one for you? And then when is there time to maybe do some of the small things that you need to do in your business, right? You need to get up at 5 a.m. And it's not easy. It tends to be dark outside. No, it's and when not. it's dark, it's I think you should be asleep. <laughs> you should be sleeping when it's dark outside. Yes. That's why God made the light at that time. We right. wake up when it's light. <laughs> However, um, it's re you're really able to get a lot done. And like I said, that eight-hour day by 1 p.m. is a life changer. And what it sets you up to do is that by the time ready because you kind of did it in the day so when you go to you're going to get to bed earlier because you would have already kind of worked on everything on the front end of the day that makes sense 
right? Mm -hmm. So that's my tip for number one. The second one is make your bed. I laugh at this because I'm like, I get why my mom would like be so mad when we wouldn't make our bed in the morning. (laughs) Um, But it, so the first thing that making your bed does is that it sets you up like psychologically to say, okay, I've already accomplished my first task of the day. Like it seems so simple, but when you make your bed, you're like, okay, I've achieved something today as opposed to just kind of rolling out of your bed and then you're stumbling through your day, which is what happens, but it doesn't take much to just throw a sheet on a bed. Um, And not only that, if your space doubles as maybe your office, you know, sometimes you have a small workspace, an office space, and your your bedroom, maybe you're not in a place to have a separate office. Imagine your bedroom being a mess and then trying to work a business at the same time and be organized. It's like mentally pulling you in two different directions. So once your bed is made, it it makes such a difference where your room looks really, really neat. Everything else could be chaotic, but a neat bed means that at least something got done Mm -hmm. Um, and it helps your space to just feel much neater, much cleaner. So even if I'm not going to be home for a long period of time, I still make my bed. So when I come back in, it's not, you know, mentally I'm walking into a clean space. Um, The third thing is get getting dressed for the day. So this is really important, especially for people who work from home. Um, I remember as a kid, my neighbor who actually has her own business and her dad was a business owner. Um, she would always get dressed as like little kids. Oh, I get dressed because I don't know where the day is going to take me. And as a kid, I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm home. But I that has remained in my mind because being in direct sales, as Rosie can also attest to, you don't always have a set schedule. And sometimes if somebody wants to meet with you like on the fly, like maybe you're making calls throughout the day and you get an appointment for like the next 10 minutes or so, you don't want to have to waste time getting ready. Mm -hmm. Um, You're already dressed. You're already ready to go. And in addition to that, it sets your mind up to work. Like a lot of the things that I'm talking about really just helps to transform your mind to be in go mode, to be a business owner, to be you know, working to take yourself seriously. That that is so um, true. If you don't mind, I'm gonna. Yeah, I want to say something yeah, please, about that please. because I I feel like when you set up your mind, the, the mind is everything. Really, the mind is everything. The mind is is. I mean, I I, I just started talking uh, last week uh, about mindset, and and this show has been kind of revamped to focus on mindset and confidence. But uh, I'm telling yeah. you're so right when you say that. It's, it's not necessarily, like you said, the act of doing the bed or how nice it looks. Although, look, this bed is nicely made. <laughs> um, yes, you know, obviously I'm not going to clean with a messy, with a messy, messy bed, bed, right? Um, but right. but what, I, what I, you know, just the fact that you can just look at around and just feel like, okay, I'm ready. Like I'm dressed, the bed dressed, you know, it, it's something that kind of sets you up for like a great start. So I definitely agree with you. It does. And I think sometimes there is an attitude that if you take your appearance too seriously, then you maybe are vain or something like that. It's really not that. It's just that you look prepared. Um, You look prepared. You look ready. I'm sure that if if somebody doesn't look put together, you're probably less likely to trust them with certain things, depending on your business. You like sometimes we joke, like if you have a trainer who's not fit, you probably won't go to that trainer. You know, like the trainer is telling you how to get fit, but they're not fit. You know, if I'm going to speak to a woman about maybe her confidence or, you know, maybe training them in their business and how they speak to customers or patients or the different environments I've been in, all the different Mm -hmm. um, avenues, I have to look the part. So being dressed for the day helps you to look the part, but mainly it helps you to be ready for whatever comes your way that day. 
quite honestly. Um, you don't want to waste time getting ready. Absolutely. Basically. Absolutely. Um, the fourth one is drinking water. Now. Wait, 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 wait. Yay. My water bottle's you're here somewhere. This, you're watching this on video. I'm showing her my big water bottle I just got for the new year. Brand new commitment to drinking lots of water. <laughs> and it's really pretty. It matches the purple. It matches Thank your you. bedspread. I like my the color, color coordination. <laughs> oh, now I know. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. So the drinking water, um, I think most of us may drink water throughout the day, but this is about drinking water in the first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, so when I was working from home, um, you know, obviously because of the pandemic, I worked from home from March until July. So from 2020 to July 2021, I worked from home. And I had come across at some point The Miracle Morning. It's a book about just, you know, the different steps that you can do in your morning um, to get you prepared for the day. That's where some of these tips came from. But in The Miracle Morning, it talks about how your body is just dehydrated. Your body, your brain, your skin, your joints. So everything needs to get rehydrated. So I was drinking like a 20 ounce bottle of water before I started my day. Can't really do that right now because I have to drive for an hour to get to work. Yeah. And that's a lot of water sitting. <laughs> yeah. But I make sure that before I brush my teeth first right away, get everything clean because you don't want bacteria going back into, I know it's gross, but I worked in a dental office. I'm yeah. not afraid great, of stuff like great that. Great tip. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Brush your teeth first thing in the morning before you eat yeah. and then start drinking that water. Start rehydrating your body. Um, because also when you, again, the, when you do some of these things, if you front load your day, it's not as difficult to do it as the day goes on because sometimes you forget, you know, there's times I'm at work. I'm like, I didn't even get up and walk today. You can be so busy. So start with drinking that water, rehydrating your body, you know, getting yourself back up to speed. Um, because you've slept an entire night, a minimum five to eight hours, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's no water. Yeah. But I'm really glad to see that water next to you, Rosie. I'm hey. <laughs> after we're done, like try to get half of it down. Absolutely. Way, you know, oh boy. <laughs> I honestly That's just chug the water. <laughs> just chug it. Yeah. Because if not, it's like you're thinking about it. Just That's throw true. It back. You're right. You're so right. <laughs> chug is not a great word, but you get what I mean. <laughs> All right. The next thing is pray. And oh, yes. I, I'm so glad that, um, that having God as a part of my life wasn't, when I started a business, this was not, God was not my focus. And through my direct sales business, it really encouraged me to develop a relationship with God. Mm. Um, whereas God is my primary focus, right? Um, but if you start your day, I, at least I've seen when I've started my day, kind of just going, yeah. without stopping to acknowledge God, without talking to him. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it's a little like, man, you know, I kind of just think I can do this all on my own, but you can't, you no, know, you have really. to take that time to pray, read your Bible or whatever, you know, in that mindset that you have, make sure That's that right. you're praying and that you're talking to God because mm -hmm. you get to kind of release some of that stress, mm -hmm. you know, that you're maybe going on and on in your mind. You're releasing that to him. You're getting it out. Um, and if let's say you have a hectic work schedule and you also have your business and you have your kids or you have a parent, you know, you need that time to just talk to God and let him know how you're feeling and he's going to help you navigate your day. But without that, you know, it's, I've definitely seen for myself where I'm like, okay, everything's a hot mess. I need to stop and pray. And I didn't do it to start. Right. Yeah. So 
again, front loading your day, talking to God, just, you know, releasing whatever's on your mind to him. Cause that's his job. His job is to do the heavy lifting, not really you. Right. So, um, that's how I kind of start my day. So that's tip awesome. five. Awesome. Yeah. So tip number six is re reviewing your to-do list. So I have, um, on my blog, I have a page, um, or a list called the Covey do list, which actually is just a six most important things to do list, which came from Mary Kay Ash, which came from Charles Schwab. Like Long story short, they figured out that the best way for people to be productive is focusing on six things a day, not anymore and not anything less. Um, it doesn't mean that you may not, you may have other things to do that would pop up, but you want to make sure that these six tasks are taken care of. So when you do your covey do list or your six most important things to do list, you're going to write that the night before. So before you go to bed, you've already written out the six most important things you need to do um, the next day. So in that morning, review your list. That way you'll, you'll say, okay, I know that when I get home, I need to call Mary Sue about, you know, setting up an appointment. I need to now speak to so-and-so about the coaching call that we have later, something like that. You've already yeah. set up your mind to know what's coming next. Um, and in addition to that, it's kind of on your mind, you know, like you're, you're, you're working through it throughout the day. It's yeah. top of mind. Cause I forget all the time. Yeah, me too. I'm like, listen, I'll forget. <laughs> I'm like, or I'm, I'm the person that has to have the reminder on my phone, like all the time. <laughs> yeah. And, and what happens, what ha happens to me, once I write it down, I can visualize it. Yeah. So when I'm going to read it again, it's, I can actually like see it in my head and read it back. Awesome. Right. I love that. Awesome. Yeah. We're awesome. really visual people. It makes it, it makes a big help to kind of see things written down. That's me. And do least. you feel like writing it the day, the night before helps to just kind of get it off your mind so you can sleep better? I feel like that that might oh happen, yeah right because if not you're like oh it's it's what I do unfortunately I've I have to work on that in fact yeah I me printed, too I printed your to-do list recently so I gotta start using that consistently because yeah I am like oh no the next day I have to do this this that and I just like it, it just helps, it, it just helps. Better, I think <laughs> no it does and you know even last night I wrote, I wrote a couple of things down. Um, I, and I didn't review them today. So I'm like, okay, I kind of remember what I was going to do today, but I haven't reviewed them yet. So that was, you know, that makes such a difference. I just realized, girl, you didn't review it. So you have part of your day done, but what else is going to happen? And I kind of don't remember all of it. So I got to go back and review because you forget, right. true, true. you definitely forget, but, but now I have it in my mind. I visually that I know I wrote a couple of things down. I need to go back and review it. You know, it makes such a difference. Awesome. Um, yeah. You have a, you have purpose, you have a track to run on. It makes such a difference for your day. Um, and then, so the next part is meeting with your team. So if you have a team, you know, maybe yeah. your business has grown, you know, it's not just you and a party of you. <laughs> there are other it's a party people. of you. I like that. <laughs> it's There's a party of me people. right now. It's okay. <laughs> it's a party of me, half of me sometime. It's like, oh gosh, but it's yeah. a party of me. Um, but as I mentioned in the beginning, my sister is a dentist and she had her own dental practice and I actually managed her practice. And every morning we would review the schedule. And what that did was it kind of helped us to see any problems. Like maybe we, we double booked two heavy patients. Like she can't be in two rooms at once. Mm -hmm. So we'd have to say, okay, we need to call this patient and move them down a little bit earlier. Maybe the hygienist can take them first, or maybe the assistant can do this. You know, what's going on. Like you may think everyone on your team is on the same page, but we're different people and we're just not. 
you know, we're really not like at work. I've had to explain certain things to people over and over again, which seem really clear to me, but it's just not to everyone. So if you imagine you just start your day, you have five people working with you and everybody's just going to go off and do their own thing. How does that make a cohesive business? It doesn't like morning meetings are really important. And when I see businesses that don't do that, that don't meet consistently, the communication is really off. So if you can implement this early on, like even just with yourself, like getting that habit, you know, we're talking about the reviewing your to-do list. This is kind of like the same thing, meeting with your team, going over what you have for the day. So that way, when you do have a team, you're already in that habit, you know, delegating conversation, communication. And the last one is working out. Oh, oh, we're ready for the new year, ladies. I know the workout, the workout. I mean, like I said, I wrote in my blog, I'll just be real. This doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, I don't always work out in the morning, but when I was doing the 5 a.m. Um, wake up, I was working out first thing, you know, like that, that was the first part of my day. And that really helped because again, that's like the accomplishment. That's like praying in the morning. That's like making your bed. That's you've gotten a lot of things out of the way. And if you've ever watched, Shark Tank, so many of those people work out first thing in the morning. Why do you think? Because they have a hectic day and they know that they need to work out, yeah. you know? Endorphins are needed to get your brain to feel happy. You'll have more energy, right? I know everyone's different. I always encourage people to do what works for them. Maybe working out in the evening works better for you, but I just kind of see that people who are really successful, when you read what what are their habits, mm-hmm. they work out in the morning. So true. And uh, for me personally, I, I, I'm not the one to do the cardio in the morning, but I've gotten into the habit for the past, I want to say four months. And I'm very proud of myself because I, as far as consistency, there's only a couple of things I do consistently, uh, consistently. And that's one thing I do consistently that I have never done in my life consistently is do my morning stretch. So I don't do that's cardio, good. but I do five to 11 minutes, depending on the time that I have. Um, I have a video that I go by and I do this super amazing stretch that just gets me going. It de-stresses anything that's there, like around my, you know, that, that neck area. Yeah. It just gets it out and just gets me focused and ready for the day. So absolutely. I need you to share that with me. Yeah. Yeah. I've been struggling. No, please. I've really been struggling. It doesn't take a lot of time and it just gets you it gets you ready for the day. And I, I do think that if you can do a cardio, I, when I started um, work again in the school, the school year, because as many people know, I'm a teacher. So um, I actually, for the first week, I did well, workouts every day and I did cardio, and, but then I had to take a shower and then get ready. And then time exactly. to do. So I'm like, what can exactly. I do that I don't have to take a shower? <laughs> I'm, I'm like a nice shower person. So that's yeah. like, that is different. But like, what can I do that I don't have to like take a shower? I just stretch yeah that's all you do you could stretch you could just get your body and you know so anyway but like you said i think that it, it all depends on what works for the person uh one size does not fit all for sure but no. awesome advice awesome advice i love this that it's the last one because um even though it's last it's not at least important personally i think no. as we're entering this new year i feel like we all can work on um our our physical health and 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 you know just through working out or whatever it is that that we do for our physical health, I think is so important, especially during these times, right? During the time of this recording, we're still living in this pandemic and crazy times. You really got to take yeah. care of yourself, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing these amazing tips. I love every single one of them. To me personally, like 
the 5 a.m. club, when you said 5 a.m., I'm like, oh my God, 5 a.m. But actually, <laughs> I'm not far from it. I started waking up yeah. at 5.30 a.m. recently. That's wow. probably the most I can do right now, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's fine because I can still get my seven hours, seven and a half hours of sleep. Good. That's important. Um, I will say that if you don't get your seven or whatever works, some people can do six. But I, I think people do like uh, the professionals recommend seven to eight at least right. I need personally seven so if I'm like going too late into the night I, I actually might put my alarm a little later just to get that get my mind ready but hopefully my, um, you'll be disciplined enough I mean I, I'm working on that I think we're all working on our discipline but get enough sleep you know <laughs> I, I probably add my own there get enough sleep that this is my me adding because I can I'm preaching to myself I need to get better sleep but that yeah. last one was amazing because I think we do need to um, need to have some kind of way of working on our bodies. Um, so these tips have been um, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing them today. And yeah, I want to yeah. end. I want to end the podcast with uh, two questions. First of all, I'd love to know what is one of your favorite scriptures, and then after that, what is one of your favorite motivational quotes? Okay. Well, one of my favorite scriptures is Habakkuk 3, 17 to 18, and I'll read it. Let me just yes. grab it. Awesome. I love this scripture. And I think this scripture is really great when it comes to owning a business. It's going to sound a little um, discouraging, but I'll explain <laughs> why. That's okay. I'll explain why. Um, hold on. Let me just get to it. So it's Habakkuk 3, 17 to 18. Uh, when you want to find something and, then and it's so funny because you know you look in the old testament sometimes we were like old testament hmm can we and there's so much amazing so many oh, amazing yeah. things in the old testament you can't ignore it you got it's got to be a part of your your study i absolutely 100 believe that the reason why i love the scripture and why i said i think it's great for an entrepreneur is because as an entrepreneur you're going to have ups and downs and i yeah. think sometimes we can only think of the ups and when we get when we hit a down we're shocked we're like how did it how did this happen yeah what's going on it's a part of the business it is what it is so yeah. um so again habakkuk 3 17 to 18 and it says though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines Though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. Wow. Um, when I first converted, that was a scripture that I really, I just, I don't even know how I found it. Because you're not reading Habakkuk as a, as a young Christian, right? Really? <laughs> but I just love this scripture because it's like, though there is maybe you have nothing you will still rejoice in the lord like it's yeah. just so it's such a deep scripture to me and it holds such like a warm place because like no matter what no matter what you will rejoice in the lord you know mm. i will be joyful in god and that's just a reminder um of mine um and then one of my i think one of my favorite I, i'm not gonna say one of my favorite motivational quotes because i don't know if i can off the top, but I think something that I think about a lot, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's something <laughs> along the lines, like, you know, like if, you, you know, if, like money was no object or, you know, like if you had all the time and the space in the world, what would you do? Mm. And I think about that scripture, or excuse me, that, that quote or that saying, yeah. because I can be somebody that can limit myself very easily. Mm. And sometimes I do what's safe. Yeah. Most of the time I do what's safe. I'm not really a dreamer and I have to get out of that, that frame of mind. I have to not be so realistic and say, okay, 
what's stopping me? If nothing's stopping me, then I need to, why am I not going for it? Because really nothing really stops us except ourselves. So that is so true. Yeah. That is so, so that's true. It. I love that one, by the way. <laughs> I love that. That is so true. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really thank you for having me. Really appreciate you, Vanessa. And um, tell, uh, so tell us where can we find you? Um, tell us the, the name of the website, if you could spell it out for us. I, I'm going to actually have it on the podcast note. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to have it on the on the description below. But go ahead and tell us where, how can we uh, contact you if we want to get in touch with you and, and more about um, how do we locate the website? Sure. So it's called The Covey Mix, um, and I'll spell it, mm -hmm. T-H-E-C-O-V-E-Y-M-I-X.com, C-O-M. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, um, you can also find it on Pinterest at the same name and Instagram at the same name, and even on TikTok nice. at the same name. Awesome. Right. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, Instagram, definitely, probably a lot of us. So I, I know I use Instagram, so that's a great way to connect yeah. as well. Well, thank you so much uh, for being here. And ladies, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we hope and pray that this episode has encouraged your week and that it that these tips can encourage you to uh, have that, you just kind of start off your day, right? Right, Like the 5 a.m., uh, make your bed. Those <laughs> are, I'm going to go through them because, the, so we got 5 a.m. club, make your bed, get dressed for the day, drink water. Hey, I even, I printed them. This is how much I love it. Okay. Pray, review, pray, pray. That's very important. You know, I'm a big believer in praying, reading your scriptures, review your to-do list, something that I got to improve for sure. Meet with your team if you have one and work out. So these are the eight tips. And I hope, we hope that they have encouraged you and that you can put at least some of these to practice, maybe start a little bit at a time. Um, and so again, thank you again for joining us and we will see you. I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you, Rosie. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Hey sister, real quick. If you received any encouragement from this podcast, the best way you can thank me is by going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. The more reviews that are on the podcast, the more women that can be reached so that they can also be encouraged and inspired as they dream and do for the glory of God, just like you. May God bless you and guide you as you pursue and grow your God-given dream.